Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Well, lift your hands to the Lord. Thank you, Master. Master. We believe you today. today. Everything you say. say. All that you are. And all that you do for us, and that you do in us, we receive. Today is a day of change. Today, it's a time of revelation. I believe you that you will help me. And make my spiritual sight acute tonight. That I may perceive and receive the abundance and the power of your full performance in my life. And as I gather here, I believe that I'm only a champion because of you. But I believe that because you are the champion of champions, that I've only just begun. I will not leave the way I came. My miracle is upon me now. Now go ahead and give the Lord a a shout of praise and let heaven hear you today. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hebrews 11 and 3 through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of the things which do appear. In other words, the visible was made by the invisible. Thank you for your enthusiasm. But I want you to notice that not only was heaven and earth created by the word of God, like Genesis 1 and 1 says in the beginning, God created. But here he says the worlds were framed. That word is the word eons, like many of us know. The word means also ages. Many people in the kingdom of God, we need to understand. Do you love me today? Amen. I love you more. Many in the kingdom of God need to understand that it is the Lord that not only created the ages or the time, he is the Lord of time. But he has also described the ages. 
Through faith we understand that the times were framed or fashioned by God's word. So that the things which are seen were not made of the things which do appear. Write this word in your spirit. Write it on a page. Don't forget it. I'm going to say it in three different ways. Dichotomy. Antithesis. Or opposite. Say that word. Opposite. Say opposite. Do you believe that God has prophets in the earth today? Do you know where he set his prophets? God set his ministry gifts where? Shout it like an army. Shout it like an army. God set in the church the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and teacher. He didn't set us in the bingo club. God, God set in the church. Are you listening to me? So God's word is for you first. Thank you for your enthusiasm. That means God has a word for you. That causes you to experience the opposite of what the world experiences when it is without God. Thank you very much. My God, you might be living at the same time, but you're not living in the same time. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Your time is the time of this day. Is this scripture fulfilled in your ears? This is the day of change and transformation. This is the year of Jubilee where your debts are canceled and your chains are broken and your hindrances are removed. Amen. Amen. Antithesis, opposite, dichotomy. Dichotomy. Well, Dr. Harfush, these are dark times. Wait a minute. God describes times and people. And he says to his people, rise up and shine. For your light has come. If your light is the king of kings and the Lord of lords, then you're not going to sit down and quit. You're going to rise up and shine. If Jesus is the light of your world, then he's the life of your life. He's the provider of your home. He's the deliverer of your loved ones. He's the aid that you need and the help. That is more than enough. The friend that sticks closer than a brother. Amen. Amen. He's the health of your body. He's the soundness of your mind. He's the word for your walk. He's the guide and the director of every aspect of your being. Nothing that comes against you at the time that you're living in can quench the light of God in your life. Darkness may come upon the world and gross darkness may cover the people, but the Lord will cause his light to shine upon you. Somebody shout hallelujah. Isn't that the truth? So now two, 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 two different people, two different races, two 
different races. We're talking about, Dr. Fush, uh, don't say racist stuff. No, you don't understand. I'm talking about a race called sons and daughters of God. That race is made up of men, women, young, old, black, white, red. It doesn't matter what color you are. If you're born of God, then you're called to a time of victory and authority and dominion and breakthrough. Hey! And you might look like you're a normal person, but you're not normal. You are peculiar. You are supernatural. You are his workmanship. You are his handiwork. You are the redeemed of the Lord. And you have every right to declare it. You can trust God. It's not presumption to lean upon the everlasting arms. Are you here tonight? Praise the Lord. Headlines for you today. Change. It's the truth. And so two races of people. People that don't know. And they can know. Our job is to tell them. Of course we can't force them. Our job is to. Preach them. Amen. And you know you preach people happy. If they believe the good news, they're believing the glad tidings. Now, I want to get started tonight. But I'm going to smack this thing. There's this thing in the atmosphere that is waiting for me to tell you something you don't know. I'm not going to do it till I smack off of you the attitude that won't rejoice about something that you already know because that something is someone. His name is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He is here right now. He's here right now. He's bigger than the diagnosis. He's greater than the affliction. He is more powerful than the adversary. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Should I stop? And and uh, and so when the Lord describes that, you can look it up in the writings of the prophet Isaiah. He says, "Listen, it's gonna it, gross darkness is gonna cover the people. It's gonna cover the whole world." What is darkness? Well, in the analogy of the word of God, it's, it's uh, death. It's the power of darkness. It's lack of knowledge. The entrance of God's word gives life and light. It brings knowledge. And it's not what we know <laughs> that helps us. It's what we do with what we know. Praise the Lord. Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. Because I could believe the prophets of doom and gloom. I can go ahead and make a choice and start expecting the worst because it's some kind of time it is. But I got called by God supernaturally. I'm going to talk to you about my call today. I got called by God supernaturally. Now I'm not going to go my whole testimony, but when I received the empowerment to declare the word of God, Reading out of Luke 4 and 18, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he hath anointed me 
to preach the gospel to the poor. I'm sorry, but I got an answer to the power of poverty over every child of God that is willing to step into the riches of the goodness of God in the land of the living. I have an anointing to break the authority of lack off of your life and bring the manifestation of abundance that the Lord, hallelujah, that the Lord bring. He's going to fill your basket. He's going to overflow your containers. He's going to overflow your banks. He's going to flood your life. He's going to drench your territory. And, 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 and you'll be like, he's all over me. just tuned in right now. Amen. Don't panic. Uh, you get the whole archive at a latter date and you'll catch it. Amen. But he's
Where, where were, where were we? The worlds were framed and so the spirit of God came upon me through Luke 4, 18 to preach the gospel to the poor, sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty the bruised, and watch, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Now I want you to catch this, for thousands of years, child of God, and we know it and believe it, for thousands of years, from the days of the patriarchs or the days of the garden, when man fell, God was speaking. Was God not speaking? We're, 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 not, we're, we're holy men of God, people of God moved as, uh, spoke, spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. And, 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 and then he's, God speaks and his word is spirit and life and you see his word work. His word works for Noah. His word, thank God his word worked for Noah. Amen. Amen. You don't have to worry about the glaciers and all of that. Thank God for the rainbow belongs to the church. Somebody shout hallelujah. You know, the, 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 you understand what I'm talking about. God, God gave the rainbow to Noah as a sign of a covenant. And, 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 and so it worked for Noah, didn't it? And eight souls were saved, according to Peter, by water. <laughs> and he used that as an analogy of the New Testament salvation of the child of God. It worked for Abraham. God gave a promise. It worked for everybody. God just spoke through people that he didn't live in. I'm sorry, but look at your word. Does it not say I'm going to change your heart from a heart of stone to a heart of flesh and I'm going to make you my house and I'm going to live in you? Did Jesus himself not say, hey, if you're thirsty, come to me and drink because out of your belly, out of your spirit will flow rivers of living water and this spake he of the spirit which they that believe on him should receive for the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. So he spoke through people that he did not indwell the way he indwelled you and indwells me. Right? So he would come upon them and he would move that way but there was no ability for permanent change. Permanent change of nature could not happen. Paul tells us it could not happen. He tells us that under the old covenant it could not happen because every year the entire nation of God would have to come back 
to, to recognize their sin. Even the high priest himself would have to recognize his sin and the blood of animals that was directed by faith. God directed them to worship him by faith. Um, would, uh, would give them temporary relief or physical the Bible said cleanses to the purifying of the flesh. Now I'm teaching you. Now how many of you are I am I? Yes. Now if you're I am I shout yes. Yes. Okay that sounds great. And if you're not an I am I. Because I'm going to say things tonight. And, and if you say wow where's that in the Bible. Then you're not I am I. If I turn to everything that I say in the Bible, we'd be here till past the rapture. You'd be like, I missed the rapture because I was learning too good. And so, did God not fill the earth with his word? Yes. He did, didn't he? Yes. Didn't he? Yes. But he needed to do something more than just breathe on humanity. And the word became a man. He, he, he went into a body that the Father has prepared and took it on and had that body been not fertilized by the word of God himself, that body would have gone back to dirt because it would have eternally been indebted to the fall of Adam. And he takes on that body and all of a sudden he elevates your earth in himself. I'm not going to get deep tonight. I just want you to catch this. And all of a sudden the Lord Jesus starts walking and he's like a normal person. You understand what I'm talking about? He's born naturally, isn't he? He's conceived supernaturally, but he's born. And he's like a baby and he's circumcised and he's carried by his parents and he's recognized the word of God. You look at me like that. You look at me like that child of God. You have been lied to. You have been lied to to just wait until he comes back the second time. That's why you think it's okay to live without the provision of what he brought the first time. But when he said it is finished, he brought absolute and total defeat to your adversary and absolute and total victory to your life. And after his baptism in the river Jordan, which by the way, he went into the river bodily. He came up out of the river Jordan, didn't get baptized to repent of any sin of his own. He had none. How many believe Jesus is pure, stainless, spotless Lamb of God that takes away the 
sin of the whole world. How many of us here know he's your hero? How many believe he took away your sin? How many? Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Come on, somebody. But God had to get the victory for man through man. Because it was man that gave up victory. It was God that gained back victory by becoming the man that man could never become so that you can expect change. I'm going to stop. Change. Change. Change in your life. You'll be changed tonight. Change this week. Change. Change is in Pensacola. Change is in your home. Glory, glory, glory. And, and, and when he took on that body that would have otherwise gone back to dirt, he took it on to eternally keep it. Now I'm going to look at you, I'm going to tell you, Jesus did not leave his body in the grave. You can't find the body of Jesus. Except when you look. You look right here, you see the body of Christ. You see the house of God. You be in the family of heaven. The redeemed of the Lord. Hey, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Should I stop? No. I, I'm going to get to what I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to set you up for change. 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 That's what God does. And uh, when the Lord came up out of the river, Jordan, although Christ was conceived of the Holy Spirit, he was, a, he was of the Holy Spirit, and then Jesus in the dateless past, or the, the word was with God and the word was God. We understand that, don't we? He's not a created being. He's eternal yeah. in the Godhead. But when he became a man, he became totally a man, not to discard his body because he didn't owe earth anything unless, unless earth could have got him to act like if earth, if devils, if demons... If challenges, if hatred, if, 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 if lack of appreciation, if, if betrayal, and if dissatisfaction, are you listening to me? Could have got him to act like us. He could have never been able to help us. But when he came up out of the water and he stepped into his ministry... Well, we have that record in Luke 4, 18 after these powerful miracles happen and he begins to preach the kingdom of God. Does God ever change? No. Our God changeth not. And yet for the first time ever, the word became a human. And when the word became a human, he initiated a greater performance level than anything 
you can look at under the old covenant. When he walked into his own synagogue, he found Isaiah and he said, to declare or decree the acceptable year of the Lord. This is a different time. From now on, your captives will be set free. Your debts will be canceled. Your sins will be forgiven. Your sicknesses, your diseases will be healed. Your lives will be changed. This is a new day, a new era, a new hour. My God, from now on. And so that's who called me. And he said, go preach to my people. This is the acceptable year. What happens to the lost will not happen to the redeemed. You are not food for the enemy. Thank you very much. Your adversary will not overpower you. Your redeemer will not let you down. Your deliverer will not fall short of his full provision in your life. Hallelujah. He made a dispensation for us, created a day for us, made a, a day for us. He sat down after speaking that word and he, 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 he said, this day is this word verified to be so in your ears. Now you know the content, right? You know what they said? What did they say? Who's this man? Give me the rest. Oh, Joseph's, okay. Oh, who's this man? Isn't he just a human? Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did we not put yourself in, in, those, in those shoes? Huh? Or sandals. Did someone say sandals? <laughs> Did we not have the scroll? Didn't we have the holy scripture? Have the holy scroll in our synagogue? Read it on our Sabbaths? Speak it in our homes? Keep it in our heart? And keep it in our mouth? And yet all of a sudden, the embodiment of the word himself became our excuse. See, unbelief will always substandardize what God is trying to elevate. Child of God, let me tell you, fear not the world, fear not the kings of the world, fear not the principalities of the world, fear not the demons in the world, the diseases that are in the world, the economic crisis that is in the world. You live in the kingdom of God, you're a child of the Almighty, you have a covenant, you have a promise, you have a blessing. My God, get ready to shout the greatest shout of victory. Amen. Amen. So he he made or created the eons. Are you are you here? He created the days. He created the eons or the ages. So what determines our result? Well, in Nazareth, unbelief that determined the results. 
even though he said this is an hour of appointment here here go ahead here go ahead lift your hands up and receive that here here your yes does not fail to receive his best he has he has preserved you and kept you and and helped you and delivered you and brought you this far in your life to prepare you for a change change it's going to happen in your life so powerfully that he initiated personally. Can you see it? Well, when the word became a man, then the word became uh, unique because he is, isn't he? The word of God is the the creator. He's the the agent of creation. By By him were all things made. Without him was not anything made that was made. Phew. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Because he will not speak of himself. He will, he's not here to give you some of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Holy Spirit. He's all over me. And, and, and how many of you know, how many believe John the Baptist was a prophet? Yes. About a third of the people. <laughs> Shout yes. Yes. John the Baptist, you know John the Baptist, right? Yes. In the Bible. I just want to make sure. I want to make sure. Because you might know John the Baptist, and, and I ain't talking about him. And he said, John, John said, he said, the one coming after me is more powerful. He's mightier than I, the King James said. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and shout that word out loud. And when the day of Pentecost came, there appeared unto them fire and fire sat upon each of them. And, and then they were filled. So fire was in them, fire was on them. Yeah. On the left, on the right, on the front, and back over me, under men, living down inside. Ah, he's all over me. 
But if you remember, can I follow the Holy Ghost? Of course I can. I'm going to do it. But I just want you to follow. You know, if you don't follow, I'll just take a walk by myself. Praise the Lord. When Peter was called to go to Cornelius' house. Do you remember that? I won't go through the whole story. You know what was happening. Cornelius is a devout man. He wants to know about salvation. He wants to know about the things of God. He's, he's giving. He's, he's praying. Continue. And God moves, gets Peter over to Cornelius' house. Peter is directed by God to walk into a Gentile house. That, that alone was a breakthrough in theology. No, let, let me stop for a minute. You know that Luke had not recorded Acts yet. Are you listening to me? And you know that the apostle Paul had not taught yet about the Gentile believers. So there was no actual uh, written scripture that could have given him legal right. At least not one that the entire church understood. Because Peter walks into a Gentile man's house and he says, now, you know how unlawful it is for a man like me who's a Jew to walk into a house of someone, uh, um, uh, you know, mean no disrespect, like he was a Jew, a Gentile. But, but the Lord, and so he's, now remember Peter's preaching. P- Peter said that word you know. That word, you know how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power went about doing it. And he's preaching. And while Peter yet spake, while he's speaking, the Holy Ghost fell on them that heard and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to began to speak in other tongues. Hit someone and say, you're going to get something right now. And you know what happened? Peter said, hey, uh, we have water here. Does anybody have water? Because why don't we just baptize these people that have already received the Holy Spirit? When he goes back to Jerusalem, this, these are the words of the apostle Peter. I saw a vision. God told me to go with the men not doubting anything. I went with them. I walked into the house. While I was preaching, the Holy Ghost fell on them just as he fell on us in the beginning for. That means because. I heard them speak with other tongues. Proof that he may not have visibly seen with his eyes any fire. Yet he did not say they were baptized with a lesser baptism because he knew that the baptism included the invisible. He's all over me. I see fire in your life. Fire all over your being. Fire all over your life. Fire that keeps you. Fire that protects you. Fire that preserves you. Mama, 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 mama. Oh, glory to God. Glory, 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 glory. Glory. Oh, yeah, the 
those Gentiles got baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. And so the Lord said, the Lord said, listen, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abides alone. In other words, I'm the only one of my kind. And I'm the only one you're going to see that's like this, unless I sow this. If I don't sow this, talk about himself, then I will be the only one that is like this and I will stay alone. But if, if I am sown or if I am lifted, if I'm lifted on the cross, if I'm sown into the earth, I will draw all men unto me. I will multiply. I will reproduce after my kind. I will cause men and women to be born of incorruptible seed by the word of God that lives and abides forever. My God, I'm going to fill you in your spirit. I'm going to change you in your soul. I'm going to energize you in your body. And watch this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to the end and go back to the beginning. Watch this. When he brought his body out of the grave, after he shed his blood upon the cross, when he brought his body out of the grave, he did not only raise from the dead, he stepped into immortality and his resurrected body stepped into co-equality of ability. He can't break his bones. Nothing in this world can, you understand, handle me and see, he said, for a ghost does not have flesh and bone as you see me have. So what, what did he do? He came down and took on earth and then did not see corruption by bowing to Adam but raised up earth in himself so that you can believe in him filling you on the inside and covering you on the outside. You're the healed. You're the delivered. You're the redeemed. You're the whole. You're the free. You're the victorious. You're the triumphant. You're the holy. You're the righteous. You're the chosen. You believe it, jump up and shout like you never shouted in your life. And so when he raised from the dead, we were raised together with him. Praise be to God forever. He raised us together with him. Thank God. Are you listening? And so when he sent the Holy Spirit, he sent the Holy Spirit to fill us. Why? So that we can get greater results in the living word of God. (laughs) Who dwells in us than people did that got results from the word of God speaking to them. <laughs> but 
that's not my message tonight. Wow. You are, we are his tabernacle. Where he dwells. He lives in you. He lives in you. The living word of God. Alive, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing, dividing asunder, soul, spirit, joints, and marrow. He's relevant to every part of your being. Not spirit, only soul. Joints. Marrow. He's your creator. He's going to put ligaments where some have been damaged. He's going to create bone. He's going to take away calcium deposits. He's going to regenerate your stomach lining. He's going to heal your abdomen. He's going to dissolve your growths or tumors. Anything alien in your life will be alien to your life. It will leave your life. He will energize you. He will be, this is a day of change. This is the day of change. This is the day of change. Change. This is the day of change. This is the day of change. God is not finished with you. God is not finished with you, church. And God is not finished with you, church, in America. He's only just begun. You're going to another level. You're going to another level in your victory, in your testimony, and the divine results in your life. Glory to God. And, And the things that divide... The, 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 the things that divide, that break down the makeup of the human, whether they're leukemia or whether, whether they are anemia, the things that break down the balance of either blood pressure or, or blood content or, or break down the cells or the cellular structure of the human or become called cancer or leukemia or a rare disease. The things that under magnifying lenses have a life that can be seen but they're diabolic. They came about because of the power of sin are going to be overridden by the power of the righteousness of Christ and they're going to dissipate out of your life and out of your friends and out of your relatives and out of your loved ones and out of the platform of your ministry and God will keep you. 
the word of God that is upholding or holding all things by the word of his power will keep you held together by the word of his power. I'm going to give you a bonus real quick. Just a bonus real quick. This is why in the future, way in the future, he'll just go and fold heaven and earth and upgrade their quality because earth is not worthy of what he has done in your earth. What he has begun in your earth is going to go to putting on immortality and God will have to change the quality of the planet to become compatible with you. Oh, go ahead and shout somebody. Go ahead and praise the Lord somebody. This is I am I. This is first century faith. This is the end time generation. Is that a good bonus? My God. Hallelujah. Whoo. Whoo. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Now we take these words that I had you write down or remember antithesis, opposite, or dichotomy, right? And now change them. Change them as far as relevance to God's word. Absolute, certain, immediate. See, with God in our life, (coughs) his word is absolute, certain, and immediate. This is the message Jesus brought. This is the message Jesus died to to procure and rose again to enforce and sent the Holy Spirit to perpetuate or to continue throughout the ages. See, we live in the acceptable year of the Lord or the year of Jubilee. Now, this absolute, certain, and immediate is never disconnected. You and the will of God are never disconnected. Now, every one of us at one point or another, we we found ourselves um, on a higher level of faith or on a lower level of faith. But when you judged yourself, how many brought yourself into agreement with the word or the will of God. And so, and you haven't arrived. You haven't arrived. And, 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 um, and the Lord is not finished with you. So, what happens in God, and, and how do you live in the same vicinity, in the same earth, 
where there are evils. And then you are never disconnected from the helper who is always victorious over evil. How many know that we need to understand some things about God? Let me try this side. Let me try the middle. The eyes of the Lord. Peter. 1 Peter 3 and 12. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous or on the righteous. And his ears are open unto their cry. That means he, there there are three things right there. Are you listening to me? How many here are the righteous? All right, let me get 100% participation here. How many are saved? Yes. Well, if you're saved, you're righteous. Yes. Did you notice how much louder the saved was that shout than the righteous shout? Because your faith has been fed in his ability to save. Your faith must be fed in his ability to give you his righteousness. How many are saved? How many are righteous? So look what what he does. Look at what he does. He says, the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous and his ears are open to their cry or to their prayers. There are three things there. Three things. Seeing, saying, and doing. There are three things there. There are three things there. In other words, God is present with you. He has not overlooked neither your need nor your need to fulfill your call. He knows exactly where you are and exactly where you're called to be. And he's not deaf. He hears your cry. Actually, Jesus told us, he goes one step further. He knows what you need before you ask. Thank you. Now, now, how many of you know it's impossible for God to have his eye on you and know your prayers and then not do something about your prayers? So that third element, the doing part, is left up to your faith to say yes to it because with God there is certainty. With God there is immediacy. With My God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, so his, 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 his eyes, and I won't go there, and say, hit someone and say tomorrow. tomorrow. T- hit someone and say tomorrow. tomorrow. I'll go there tomorrow, but are you ready for this? Yes. If, if we let you go um, uh, home today,
It will not be because we're dismissing church. You will not get out from under this. He's all over me. His glory will be with you. His presence will be with you. His power will be with you. My God, he will accompany you. He will be present with you. He will be evident upon you. He will energize you. He will. He will. If we let you go, we will not be dismissing you from this. So why are the eyes of the Lord? Now, sit down a minute. How many eyes does the Lord have? How many eyes does the Lord have? How many eyes do you have, Lord? Well, I'm glad you asked. Turn to Revelation 4. I'm an, I, I might teach along these lines for a minute. Wait, our, for a minute this week. This whole week, I might teach on this for a minute. For a heaven minute. Listen to me, child of God. God doesn't have to go anywhere to be there. He's everywhere all at the same time. He knows everything. And he's all powerful. Your helper is greater. How many eyes does the Lord have? Revelation 4 and 4. John is caught up to heaven. Right? Verse 1 says that a trumpet was talking to him. Now when a, when a, when a trumpet talks to you. Now tonight you might have had a saxophone talk to you. <laughs> and a guitar talk to you. And and then bass and drums and singers and but you, you understand what I'm talking about whatever the Lord anoints he's able to communicate a message through this is never emotionalism thank God amen you know emotions are unstable without God Did you know that? Yes. Or keyboard. You might have, you might, my, a keyboard might have talked to you. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> Maybe R.W. Shambox, whatever it is, the instrument talked to you. What, what is that? Organ. The organ. And um, anyway, listen, listen. So John goes up to heaven in a vision and he looks and my God, it's like a good place to go. There's a throne there. He's in the spirit. God's there. There's, there's, 
there's there's precious gems and jewels that are so big you can't you can't carry them out of heaven. And round about the throne, verse four, twenty-four seats. Isn't that wonderful? There's church in heaven. And on the seats, so. 20 elders and four, four, 24 elders, who's elders in heaven, clothed in white clothes, amen, amen, hallelujah, so, so they had on their heads crowns of gold, smack somebody and say gold. You know, there, there is no fool's gold in heaven because there are no fools in heaven. But I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. Crowns of gold. And out of the throne proceeded. Now notice, I want you to notice the central command of everything that God intends to release into the world or the universe. The central command is the throne. Everything you need comes out of where God is and who God is. And your heavenly father is mindful of your need. He is mindful of his purpose for your life. It is he who has called you, not you yourself. He has anointed you. He has called you by hours. He will keep you and take care of you in every way. He's going to release into your life from the very throne of heaven as he's been doing it tonight. Things that are relevant to your successful occupation of the time you're living in. You're going to be empowered to successfully live in this hour. You understand? Divine success. And, 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 and divine success is Christianity. Joyful Christianity. Woo! Glory to God. Now out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunders. Notice what comes first. Lightnings because the... And then thunders afterwards. And voices. And there were seven lamps of fire. Burning before the throne. Which are the seven spirits of God. Hit someone say fire. Fire. Now seven is the number of what? Seven is the number of perfection. You can't improve on perfection. Perfection is nothing lacking. So there's no lack of fire. There's no lack of light. There's no lack of life. There's no lack of sound. There's no lack of revelation. And there's no lack of voices that are coming from the throne of God. Do you understand what I'm talking about? No, they're not different voices in the sense that they're different voices. They're flavors of giftings. God is not a cookie Christian God. Seven is the number of what? Perfection. 
these are the seven spirits of God. Well, we know God, uh, God is one. There's one spirit. Why is he talking about seven spirits? Well, he's talking about anointings. That he describes in Isaiah that he places upon his son, Christ Jesus, in his earthly ministry. And you could read the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge. You could go down the line and, and read that. Dr. Lester Sumrall, a father in the faith, has a book. Some of you might have been here, might not. You need to get the book, The Seven Spirits of God. But I don't have time to teach on the seven spirits of God. I'm trying to tell you how many eyes God has. Because listen, we've all been guilty of this. I just have to, have all of us been guilty of this? Don't look at me like that. You, in your, you've tried whispering to God. You've tried tongues with God. You've got, you've got, you tried guilt tripping God. You even, some of you have tried getting mad at God. And every time you did, you still didn't get his attention. He, our father knows when we're throwing a tantrum. You just want attention. God said, listen, it is yay, it is certain, it is immediate, it is absolute, there is no disconnection, I've got you on my mind, my hand is upon your life, my blessing will overtake you, my protection will preserve you. You're not going to be dismissed from this. He's been all over you. <laughs> now if you go to chapter 5. And verse 6. And I looked. And lo. Or, or, or behold. Or there. Everybody say there. There in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain. What's his name? Jesus. Uh, okay, come on, shout it out. So the lamb he sees is, um, is typical of or typifying Christ Jesus our Savior who was slain to save us and take away our sins, Right? Now, having seven horns, somebody shout power. Power. Somebody shout power. Power. Now, how much power does he have? All. Oh, so the lamb is omnipotent. Thank you very much. There is nothing that he can't butt right out of your life. His horn is more than capable to knock down every fortress, every wall, and every hindrance that tries to oppose the redeemed. The work is finished. It is done. Your enemy is defeated. Your Savior is exalted. He's almighty. He's having how many horns? That's, that's power, right? And how many eyes? Okay, okay, sit down a minute. 
What are eyes? Eyes are knowing and being present. So there's three in that definition. He's omniscient. He, know, he knows everything. He's omnipotent. He's almighty. I'm going to look at. He's almighty. His hand is on you right. He's all over you. You might as well pack your bags. Get in the car and come over here. Are you listening? He's omnipotent. He's all powerful. He's omniscient. He knows everything because seeing and knowing go together. Are you listening to me? And then the reason he sees everything is because his presence is everywhere. So he's present. He's all over you. <laughs> he, he's on the left, on the right, in the front and back, under you, over you, and he's living down inside. Now hit someone and say, he's all over me. Here's what he said. Here's, here's what the Lord said. I am with you always. So he's with us. Huh? Huh? And greater is he that is in you. So he is in us. And the spirit of the Lord is upon you. So he's upon us. And if God be for you, so he's for us. Are you listening to me? And out of your belly shall flow, so he's through us. Ain't nowhere you can go where God is not present to help you win the victory 100% of the time in your life. Hey! Hey! Glory, 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 glory! Mm. Sit down a second and, and, and watch this. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices. And, and the, no, 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 verse 6. And behold, lo, in the midst of, or behold, look, or there, in the midst of the throne, the, be, the, four, the, the, the four living creatures and the midst of the elders stood a lamp as it had been slain, having what? Seven horns and seven eyes, which are what? The seven spirits of God where? Sent forth into all the earth. Can somebody here get excited that there is no lack of the presence of the almighty spirit of God in the earth today? Can somebody jump up and rejoice about the fact that your enemy is defeated, your God is exalted, your miracle is at hand, the absolutes of heaven are all over you? Fiery lamps, the fire of God, the seven of God is all over this generation of the redeemed. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com and we'll see you next week.